In a world where we base our self-worth on social media likes, the opinions of others, and how we measure up to those around us, it can be difficult to embrace what we love about ourselves. Self-worth isn't what you have, it's not what you do. It's what's inside of you and how you feel about the world you've built. Join me, Lynn Howard, as we climb the mountain together to reach the peak of our happiness and peace of mind. This is Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. Hey y'all, it's Lynn Howard and this is Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. And as you just heard, we have us a new intro. Whoop, whoop. So I got to thinking about a few things after lots and lots of conversations with lots of people recently. How can you be happy when things are out of your control? Now, I mainly believe a majority of our life is in our control. At least to me, our choice to be happy is in our control. Here is an example that I'm going to give you. And we have discussed briefly in the past. I have a disability. I have something called vestibular migraines. And a lot of people actually live with it. But there are varying degrees. Unfortunately, I have like the more severe. So while I may not have a migraine every day, primarily because I do get Botox injections every three months. And let me tell you how much fun that is. Um, as I've gotten older, my symptoms have increased. So I pretty much have migraine symptoms 24-7. So I get motion sickness if I'm not taking my medication. Um, I have double vision. So things are like overlaid, almost like drunk vision is what I've called it in the past. I can't drive. <laughs> I can drive very, very short distances and only to those places that are kind of like muscle memory. Um, luckily, we have a grocery store, a pharmacy, a Dollar General, and my gym are all within anywhere from 45 seconds to a minute and 32. So I am able to drive there. Anything other than that, I rely on family and friends to tote me around. We joke that my mom is an Uber. She's my Uber. So I do put gas in her tank when we have to go into the city, which is like 45 minutes, by the way, 45 minutes highway driving. So you do the math, um, you know, buy, buy your lunch, breakfast, whatever, because, you know, you got to pay your Uber. But I got to tell you, when this all first started, it all started out with a sinus infection that got out of control. I was actually on antibiotics for nine weeks. Oh, you got to rest. You got to rest. I'm not the best person with resting. And honestly, like, it's not like I can sleep the whole time. And I did lay around and watch TV with my kids, but Lord have mercy. I did still have kids at home and I have pets and all that good stuff. So I can only rest so much. You know what I mean? But, you know, unfortunately, with the sinus infection, I caught another virus that causes this, dis this disorder. Like I said, as I've gotten older, uh, doctors think maybe because of hormones and underlying other medical issues, my symptoms have gotten worse. Now, I have two choices with this disability. I can pity party. I can feel sorry for myself. And why, oh, why did this happen to me? Or I can choose to be happy regardless. So that is what we are going to talk about. With my disability, I had to learn to live a different life. I had to learn to accept the fact that it's okay to ask for help. And you know, especially us women, we we have a hard time asking for help. We really do. I, men just have a hard time going to the doctor, but we don't like to ask for help because we're super women. We can do it all. I do. I have to, I have to ask for rides in a lot of places or pick up orders from, you know, my best friend or my mom or my husband. 
God bless him. He took the puppy to doggy daycare today, which is why there was no warning that you might hear puppy sounds today. Because on Mondays, he will now be going to doggy daycare, which is run by my best friend. It's kind of a win-win situation. He also does pick up orders for my groceries, for pet food, things like that, um, for things that I can't get delivered to me. So pretty much I'm on a first name basis with my Amazon driver, my FedEx driver, and my UPS driver because I see them all the time. So how exactly can one learn to live with something they didn't choose? Because again, let's face it, sometimes we don't, but no, actually a lot of times we don't choose. You know, you didn't choose to get cancer. You didn't choose to get in that car accident and maybe hurt yourself. You didn't choose to get laid off. Whatever your situation is, there are ways to be happy. So the first thing, and this actually, this little phrase became such an irritant of mine when COVID became a big deal. New normal. I remember saying that before COVID came out, it's my new normal. I had to accept that it was not going to change. It was my new normal. Do you feel normal today? Well, yeah, for me, I do feel normal today. Compared to before I got this disability, no, no, I don't. But today, yes, for my new normal, I feel okay. Believe it or not, I'm at the end of my last round of shots, like as in Friday is my next round, and I'm not feeling awful. My focus and my memory is very, very hazy, but I'm not feeling terrible. Normally, I feel miserable. Like I am miserable usually the last two or three weeks because the symptoms are amplified. But even then I have to learn that it's not something I can control, but I can control how I react to it. So that's the first thing. It's your new normal. Even if it's a temporary new normal for right now, it is your new normal. So you need to accept it. That is a huge one. Acceptance of something that is out of your control, something that you didn't choose, nor would you have chosen. It's hard. And listen, I did go through some period of time, um, especially as it got worse. The first time they told me, no, this is permanent. I remember coming out of the doctor's office and just fighting tears because no way. I mean, I'm, I've always been a super independent person, uh, single mom. I work two and three kids or two and three kids, two and three uh, jobs. You know, I've always taken care of myself. I was the one that everybody depended on. If somebody needed something, they called me. And the running joke was I could be anywhere in America in 10 minutes or less because I had, you know, lead foot. I can get to you. I had to accept that that was no longer my truth, my normal. That was a big one. But I promise you it is doable. It takes work, takes reflecting, but accept the fact that right now it is out of your control, but you can be happy. Remember your circumstances, they don't define you. I have a disability. Technically, I'm disabled. That does not define me. I'm not disabled. Lynn Howard, I'm just Lynn Howard. I'm a podcaster. I'm a, you know, crafter, which... I suck at crafts, but I really enjoy them. I'm an author. I am not a disabled person. Do not let the circumstance define you. It's just part of your life right now. Maybe it's part of your health situation or your job situation or your home situation, but it does not define you. 
You can literally choose to be happy. Now, I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying you're going to wake up, you know, let's, I'm going to use just, uh, let's use cancer. You find out you have cancer and whoop, look at that. I woke up and I'm smiling and now I'm happy. You got to start looking at the positives, law of attraction. Think of it that way. You know, when you're out in public and say you just bought a new Honda CRV. All of a sudden, you're noticing all the Honda CRVs on the road. Uh, my mom points out how she notices Rottweilers because of my, yeah, I had a Rottweiler before, because of my Rottweiler, and she notices Pyrenees everywhere because she now has a Pyrenees. If you look for only the bad in your situation, guess what? That's all you're going to see. But if you can look for the positives, no matter how bad that situation is, Look for those positives, hold on to them, and be grateful for them. That's my next tip. Start a gratitude journal. Now, I have a hard time handwriting because my, you know, from years and years and years of handwriting and then typing and whatever, I cramp up. But I do journal on my laptop. It's not handwritten, but it's a gratitude journal. However works for you, whether it's free, you know, just free journaling, writing out words, writing out little paragraphs with descriptions, typing on the laptop, start a gratitude journal. And it can be something as simple as you're thankful for the hot water in your shower. And by the way, that was an issue in my life 15, 20 years ago, 20 years ago. I didn't have a shower, a running shower in my house for about three months because we had some issues in the house. This is when I was a single mom. I had to go to my mom's house every other day with my kids. So me and then all three kids would have to bathe. So be thankful that you have a shower. Be thankful that you had a meal today. Be thankful that the sun is shining, that you have air in your lungs. Be thankful that you have this wonderful friend or this wonderful coworker. It can be something so small. And be thankful for it. Or it could be huge. I mean, it's a beautiful day today here in Missouri. You're going to be 65 and your girl's going to take a walk. I've been dying to be outside. So I am taking a walk and I'm so grateful for the opportunity and that my legs work and then I can get outside and get some fresh air in my lungs. So start a gratitude journal. And I promise you, as you start seeing those things line up, just start building and building and building. You will start finding more things to be grateful for. And they will start outweighing whatever the negativity is. No, I, I can't drive, but I have wonderful people in my life that can drive me. Yeah, I have some memory issues, but I have this wonderful PA slash bestie slash editor who runs my schedule for me and reminds me of things. So there's always more to be grateful for than there is to be miserable over. Even if you don't feel well, thank God for modern medicine, right? Like... <laughs> You can be grateful for modern medicine. You can be grateful for that cup of soup or the, the cup of tea. You know, simple things build up with time. Another thing I want you to do is find a way you deal with stress, like alter the way you deal with stress. Um, years and years ago, it's funny when we run into people from the past, they ask my husband, how do you tolerate her temper? And he just kind of looks at us funny because he's never really seen my temper. And the reason is because I worked on myself. I worked on myself to control my temper. I sought medical treatment. I got a medication for my depression and anxiety, which turned out, by the way, that was what was controlling um, my temper, was my anxiety manifests as anger for some reason. But you can find 
other ways to deal with stress. One of my favorite ways is walking and reading. I like to go for walks when I get stressed out or even if I can get to the gym. Unfortunately, it's not even a driving issue right now. My vehicle, the starter went out. It's like one thing after another with this poor, poor car. And with as little as I drive, there's no reason to get another one. So it is what it is. I keep joking about I want a bicycle, but everybody's scared of me riding my bike on the highway. So yeah, but you can go for a walk. You can read a book. You can listen to some music. Oh, dancing. I love to dance. Love to dance. If my alarm clock is set to radio, I find myself waking up dancing. That is such a stress release. And if you're home alone, let loose. You know, that whole thing, dance like no one's watching. I am not playing with you. Flail your arms, jump around, spin, do whatever your body wants. Just get that stress energy out until your heart is thumping and your breath is coming fast. And I promise you with each of those you know, elevated heart rate and with each breath that stress is leaving your body and you will start moving towards the dopamines, which is happiness. Oh, by the way, another tip, stay off of social media. I don't know, man, that thing, social media started out such a wonderful tool and connecting with people we hadn't seen forever. And now it's become detrimental to so many people's mental health because it's that dopamine hit when you see the likes climbing on your Facebook posts or your TikToks or, you know, your Twitter feed or whatever. Personally, it is what it is. A lot of times I share on Facebook for my memories so I can find them in my memories later or I could scroll through or whatever because, yeah, we've discussed that, right? That I have memory issues because of my disability. <laughs> but again, you hear me laughing about it, right? Because honestly, sometimes it is funny when I'm looking for a word, a simple word, like I was trying to write steering wheel. I was trying to type steering wheel in a book one time. I couldn't think of it. I kept calling it the steering wheel or the driving wheel, the driving circle. I could not for the life of me think of the word steering wheel, a potholder. I got stuck on the word potholder one day. And most of the time, my family, my friends, they're patient. They just sit and wait, you know, like they never come on, come on and rush me. They know I'll, either I'll get the word or I won't. If the word don't come, I just, they know what I'm talking about and we just move on. But again, you hear me laughing about it, right? Because through working on myself, I found ways to look at the positive side. That's the only thing you can do when you're in a situation or a position that you didn't choose or you don't want. You have to find the positive sides, the, the, the things, the tiny little bitty things to be grateful for and let that all start building up until it's drowning out the stinking thinking. That's like an AA term. And no, I'm not an alcoholic. I haven't been to AA, but I've been to Al-Anon in the past. Stinking thinking. And in case you don't know what that means, it's the negative thoughts. It's the, my life sucks. This is never going to end. I can't stand it the way it is. It was supposed to be this way. It was supposed to be that way. It's not. It's not right now. But you can choose to be happy through it. I promise, I promise, I promise. 46 years of working on myself, I promise you, it can happen. So that is what I have for you guys. I am so sorry about last week. We had 
technical difficulties and puppy difficulties. So while I was trying to record, I had to keep stopping it. And then when I tried to edit it, my system didn't want to work. And then when I tried to do the listen back, I don't know what happened. I had to do this whole new hardware reboot. reboot. So we are back online. We are back to, to work and on schedule. And this will go live. So Wednesday or Thursday? I don't even know anymore because I have two podcasts and I co-host a third one. And in case you guys didn't know, my website and my business, Abundant Author Life, which is for author coaching and abundance coaching, is going live. We are launching on March 1st. So I will put the website in the show notes, but it will not be, I will not be taking clients until March 1st. But I'm so excited to talk to anyone and everyone because honestly, I'm kind of made it my life's goal to help as many people as I can before I get called home. I want to help as many people as I can find their peace and their happiness and their joy. You know, people come to my house and they they tend to fall asleep because it's so peaceful here and quiet and just, I've done that on purpose. I've made my home a sanctuary for anyone who comes over. And I want that for you guys. It, it doesn't have to be your house. I'm saying I want that for your life. I want you to find that inner peace and that contentment. And I want you to look in the mirror and realize how beautiful of a person you are and that you are worth so much more than you've been allowing for so many years. So I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. If you have any questions or you have a topic suggestion or request, feel free to email me at areyouworthit at yahoo.com. You can show your support for this podcast by leaving a review on whichever outlet you listen from. See you guys next week.